1: Football is back and so is winning season at MyBookie. Use promo code Gators to claim your deposit bonus and for a limited time, get a free chip to use in the MyBookie Casino. Head to MyBookie.ag to bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Support for Gators Breakdown is also brought to you by Manscaped. Don't take a chance while trimming below the waist? Take 20% off. Get free, worldwide shipping with the code Gators20 at Manscaped.com.
2: gators breakdown because there's never a dull moment in gator nation
1: the gators breakdown podcast is ready to go i am your host david waters you can find me on twitter at GatorDave underscore sec coming at you with plenty 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 more of fall camp coverage right here getting ahead of this 2023 season we'll hear from Newly announced starting quarterback Graham Mertz. We'll hear from Jack Pyburn for the first time, and also go back and listen to Tyreek Sapp as well. Uh, It's just kind of just been so much content out there, and then you know now with Sapp uh, having a larger role, with Justice Boone being injured, Pyburn as well, I decided you know to put those two guys together in this episode. So quarterback heavy, defensive line edge heavy as well, right here. On this episode of Gators Breakdown, some really, really good interviews with these three guys. So uh, plenty to discuss. Uh, Of course, there's always plenty to discuss at the quarterback spot, right? (laughs) But uh, we finally get to hear from Graham Mertz uh, after he was named starter there. So we'll get to hear what he likes about this offense so much. Uh, And Jack Pyburn goes into his, uh, what he likes from uh, Coach Mike Peterson and how he fits in this defense as well. And Tyreek Stapp now being a leader uh, for this Gators defense so lots to get into on this episode uh, of Gators Breakdown uh, hearing from those three guys so hit that like button subscribe to Gators Breakdown if you haven't done so yet uh, you get those notifications when we go live like this right here when we go uh, when you're subscribed you'll, you'll get that notification uh, when there's a new episode of Gators Breakdown uh, about the drops so leave a comment too if you want to leave some comments during the episode when we're talking about a certain subject and you guys know I'll pop it up on the screen. I'll, I'll reference some of them as well. You try to keep it around when the certain topic when it's up there. I, I know people watch at different times, and they might be a little bit behind there. But you know I'll try and follow along with you guys there. But uh, like, subscribe YouTube, pod, your favorite podcast platform. Either way, that really goes a long way in supporting Gators Breakdown. But hey, a new way to support Gators Breakdown. We're going to make an announcement right here on this episode and. Been a long time in the works, and it is finally, finally ready to be revealed. Guys, there is now a GatorsBreakdown.com. I've been waiting, waiting for a couple, few months. It's been longer now. been in the plans for a little while, but uh, something new. Something new going to happen right here with Gators Breakdown. Expanding even more. Going to be a hub uh, for Gators Breakdown content. There'll be some articles. You'll be able to find the podcast there. But if you're watching the YouTube version, you get a nice new look at it right now. It is up, ready to go. GatorsBreakdown.com. At the top of it right now, you got you get to go back. You'll see Graham Mertz's uh, uh, press conference from yesterday. Do a good job right there summarizing it up. Of course, the images of the black uniforms, that's up there now. But scrolling through there just makes everything easier. You can find your links to join Gators Breakdown Plus there, uh, all the news, Twitter feed. You can listen to the podcast on the site right there. Uh, You see the the YouTube kind of montage right there as well. So GatorsBreakdown.com, like I said, be a hub uh, for for Gators Breakdown. There'll be some articles. The the in-depth parts we'll kind of still live on the, in the podcast form, you know, the going really, really deep into it. You know, the the website will be for, for news and getting news up there faster. Uh, but all the links there for you guys, you know, you can go to the the news page and it will summarize, you know, a lot of the recent articles uh, that were in the podcast links, recent podcast as well. Uh, you get your links to Gators breakdown plus you can learn more about my history. There uh, a link to the merch, uh, sponsors, all that good stuff, even contact form out there a, a, as well. So really, really proud of uh, launching that and expanding Gators Breakdown, giving you guys even more uh, there. So uh, big shout out to Alan Thompson and his team at Stingray Branding for putting that together. Alan's a big time Gator fan as well. So Gators helping Gators right here uh, and uh, doing a really good job, him and his team putting this website together for me. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Hopefully I can uh, keep, keep, keep you guys updated and, and give a lot more uh, of Gators breakdown out there. So like I said, summary uh, of pretty much what Graham Mertz had to say yesterday in the press conference. Uh, another one for Jack Pyburn will be up later today as well. So here we go. Here we go. I'm proud to, uh, Proud to have that going. It's about time. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see where it takes me. We'll see where it takes me. But glad, uh, yeah, glad, glad I can give you guys uh, a bit more uh, of, of the content out there. So. All right, let's get back right here to the episode. Uh, join Gators Breakdown Plus as well, guys. Link is in the description or on GatorsBreakdown.com. You get those ad-free episodes, and there is a chat up there now. I had a chat on Tuesday evening with Gators Breakdown Plus members. We talked about all the Utah injuries, all the running back uh, talk from lately as well, and how far do we use these running backs, and if guys will get 1,000 yards. They had a really good, fun conversation there, uh, back and forth with Gators Breakdown Plus members and guys that might be you know, breaking out. Uh, especially at that running back spot, with any running back for Florida hit a thousand yards. We had a really good, fun debate conversation going along with that, so it was a lot of good fun on that chat. So, add free episodes, extra episodes, Gators Breakdown Plus—you get it all uh, right there. So, all right, let's keep it going. Let's um, with the grand merch talk, of course. Name starting quarterback last week for the Gators. The day after Florida hit that first scrimmage, no surprise uh, that that he was the guy. But uh, let's just get straight to Graham Mertz and he's going to share just how much he loves this offense. And then later on in the soundbite, comparing it to the Wisconsin offense.
2: I love this offense, man. I mean, all the ins and outs of it, all the checks, uh, you, you really need to know what you're doing and what you're seeing. And it, it frees you up to just go play the game. I mean, you got to know what every single person on the field is doing every single play. And, I love it because it's how do how do we set this offense and this team up for success? And, and you have that in your hands every single play. So whether that's front adjustments, backer alignments, defensive structures, we all, we always have an answer. And that's the one thing I, I truly love about this offense is there's always an answer. And I mean, you think about Coach Napier, all these coaches, they have seen the pitfalls of different concepts and stuff like that, so they know it works. And I mean, they do a great job of educating us on okay, how do we, how do you make it work every single play? And obviously, like you're going to have plays that don't go your way, um, but it's how do you minimize those and capitalize on the ones that you know you know what you got in front of you and you know how to capitalize on it. So, you know, 100, percent love this offense. Like I wish you guys could sit into a, a quarterback meeting and just hear how he how he installs. I mean, it's so it's so detailed. Like, like I said, he knows the pitfalls of every play. I mean, he's seen it. He, he can remember, he can recall a play from five years ago, and he'll just pop it up on the board. All right, this is what I saw. <laughs> this, is why, this is why it works. And uh, as a quarterback, that's why it's, it's really helpful in, in your learning process because, I mean, he, he's seen it all, and, and he understands it. He's played the position. Um, he knows what throws are a little bit harder, what throws are a little bit easier. And, and he, designs, he designs offense in that way to kind of free you up and go play. I think you think about control um, in an offense as a quarterback. There's a lot of different ways to derive that. I think at Wisconsin, it was more of a, a game management, um, trying to get us in a lot of run kills, run checks. And here it's, I mean, it, it's, like I said, it's so much fun. And uh, it's it's truly, <laughs> um, it's it's fun to, to make those checks. Um, we spend so much time harping on it taking walk through reps um yeah that's I'd say that's the it's really fun when you can when you when you know how to attack a defense like i said.
1: certainly sounds like he's confidence in this offense doesn't it i mean look and that's what I expect to hear at, at this moment and eventually we got to get to a point where it's time to 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 put it on the field and and let's see it but it certainly seems like uh yeah he's really taking to this offense likes what he hears about this offense really really kind of just cheering on Billy Napier and just, hey, makes it sound like you're making this offense easy for me. And, and, I, I, and I'm going to have an answers. I'm going to have an answers. So it's him getting in the playbook, knowing the playbook, and making sure he has those answers. And look, I mean, that's been the process for him. I'll go through it in just a second. Uh, but, you know, he could kind of – what he's been doing since he stepped on on, on campus. But it certainly sounds like – Graham Mercer's confident uh, in in this. Now, this is just a microphone, and this is, don't get me wrong, this is fall camp, and the vibe right now is kind of supposed to be that positivity. Uh, But it certainly sounds like he can go in depth about what he likes about it so much and why he thinks Billy Napier is going to put him in situations to succeed Uh, and keep going there, you know, kind of limited on time, you know, to help Florida, you know, that they, uh, control the media uh, a a bit. And rightfully so it's their stuff and their players, but I will kind of read through what Graham Mertz, what else he had to say about this. And this was on arriving at Florida and working to improve. And like, basically just like I said, when he got the starting job and you guys, if you want more on my thoughts about Graham Mertz and, and you know, what the him being starter means the episode last week about that, diving into that. But even I said, and he said this too, the biggest thing is consistency. Uh, just kind of been my thing since I've gotten here. Just falling in love with the process every single day. If You just take that, take your purpose in everything you do every day. It makes it easy. It makes it fun. For me, I've been working, but I've had a blast doing every second of it. I knew the purpose of everything I was doing. So, yeah, a lot of work. Uh, it was just fun. It was great work. So I can I, I can see to the point, and we've had this, the conversation on the Gage Breakdown Plus Discord where he probably just got so frustrated at Wisconsin. I, I hope that was part of the issue was you know, not a lot of help around him. Uh, the run game wasn't what Wisconsin is used to. The offensive line, he kept getting sacked you know, over and over again. Don't get me wrong. There were situations he should have, doing better in himself when he did have good protection, when he did have time to throw uh, and just ends up making a bad throw or a bad decision. He's going to have to fix those issues himself too. But there might have been some points of frustration for Graham Mertz in that, in, in that Wisconsin offense that really probably didn't allow him to open it up. Uh, and we'll get into some more here, but it certainly sounds like, you know, with the talent at Florida, with Billy Napier's coaching, he might be able to open it up a bit more uh, and not re- so reliant on a, on, on a run game. And – Unpredictable play calling now, or a a little more unpredictable play calling compared to there at Wisconsin. So, you know, certainly sounds like you know putting those things together. That's where Graham Merce is at in this offense, and uh, on what he brings to the Florida offense. He said, "quote I'm excited. I'm psyched about what this offense can be. Uh, I think just from the start of camp until now, we've made strides in taking care of the ball, being aggressive, taking what the defense is giving us." And when we have an opportunity to strike, we will. I think just from, I think, big picture. So I think, okay, we'll come out and do as as far as my job to help this offense just move the ball. I think that comes down to decision-making. That comes down to taking care of the ball and, like I said, being aggressive. I love the spot our offense is at, but we have a set amount of practices left before that first game. We can take strides, and we will take strides, in all those areas, so it goes into the basically what we're looking for in, in this offense from and from Graham Mertz and Billy Napier is taking care of the football. Absolutely, of course, he's got to be better in that than what he has been. Being aggressive. Now he says he's back to back. Kind of sounds like he's contradicting himself, but no, he's not. Being aggressive, taking what the defense is giving us. You know, you can be aggressive, Uh and that to me that that is throwing the ball down the field when you're. It doesn't necessarily mean being aggressive and going out there and throwing the ball forty times. It's being aggressive. As he says, you know, when we have the opportunity to strike, we need to strike. You know, they need to be aggressive in in, in that mindset, and you know, you can be aggressive in taking what the defense is giving you. That means, you know, fitting the ball in the tight spaces, making your throws, uh, and uh, in certain situations, you know, putting it on your shoulders and and going out there and being aggressive and making those throws. Be confident. I I think aggressiveness and confidence can kind of go along together there, but but I think mostly it, it is when. You are ready to take the shots. Go out there and take those shots. Don't be afraid to take those shots. And look, a lot of that's going to be on those receivers to go out there and help him and beat those coverages and give him the confidence to go out there and throw the ball. Or if you're go back to twenty twenty and Kyle Trask and you have those offense, you have those offensive weapons he has to you know, be aggressive, throw the ball up in coverage. If you got the confidence in your receivers to go up and get the ball, now we're a long way from knowing if the Florida receivers are anywhere capable of doing that. But he sits in here, says, you know, taking care of the ball, being aggressive, taking what the defense is giving us, and strike when we can." So, you know, all those things together—that's uh, you know where he says he, where he's at, and where they're making strides, and they need to continue to make strides these next couple of weeks um, to keep going. When he says he started feeling comfortable in the Florida offense, he goes, "Just about the process. I came in in the winter, just kind of got the kitchen sink thrown at me." Really wanted to learn fast, but in this game, the only way to truly learn is to take reps. Everybody, Coach Napier always harps on it. This is a rep-based organization. I took that to heart. I was like, you know what? I'm going to try and find as many reps as I can, whether that's watching film in here, in the room, practice. So for me, I'd say Winter was really understanding what this offense is about. Spring was okay. Let's transfer that knowledge. And then I think for me, this summer, was a big stride. Just being able to kind of run these player led OTAs with the guys, take that ownership of knowing what every single guy on the field is doing at that time. I say this summer was a big stride for not only myself, but the entire offense. So Graham Mertz getting together, which you we heard it all offseason. He's in the first one in the building, last one to leave. And he's now doing his led OTAs Look, that's what he's supposed to be doing. He's the quarterback. He was going to be the starting quarterback. These are the things he's supposed to be doing. You don't get a lot of pat on the backs for doing the things you're supposed to do. Now, thank God we are hearing about these things and that he is doing them. Uh, It's a lot, you know, (laughs) you get critiqued a lot more for not doing these things than praise for doing these things because these are the things you should be doing as a starting quarterback at the University of Florida. But, you know, the part where this goes back to to Napier and his practice setup. Uh, He says, Napier says, it's a rep-based organization and the way they set up practice and the quarterbacks are pretty much always throwing. I mean, look, there is a number one quarterback he's will get most of the reps, but there's a lot of reps being spread out. And that goes for every position, uh, just the way they structure practice. You got to go back when Napri was hired. We kind of went in really, really deep into this and there's just stations and they're just rotating these stations. And these guys are always getting their reps in practice. So, um, rep based organization, but I like what Graham Murt said you know I, I, can, I can do reps in the film room as well you know it's not just the physical reps so he he's got to know this playbook him coming in when he did as a transfer I mean he's going to have to know this playbook from first page to last page front and back and you know take, being able to take that this summer and, and from everything I know he's got full from every, and I, everything that I know and I've heard he has full command of this offense. There's no lack of experience coming about where basically knowing the playbook, he's going to get the guys in the right calls, the right checks, and he knows this playbook. And he's even said it that as long as I know it, it's going to make it easier for me. I'm ready to see if that's going to play out that way. Kind of extending that, but this is hey, this is the funny exchange. This is this was pretty good here uh, on his current comfort level, and he goes, "I think I'm very comfortable." Because that's where I find fun in this game. I love especially a guy like Coach Armstrong, the defensive coordinator. Graham Mertz is bringing up the defensive coordinator. Pretty good little back and forth here. Uh, he, he's got a little fire uh, to him. And wherever you can check and get into a call that gashes him, we've been doing a little cat and mouse game every single day. But that's where I truly find fun with this game, is being able to kind of get into that mind of defensive coordinators, see where the weaknesses is, uh, weaknesses are, and attack it. That's where I find that comfort, and that's where it's fun. And he goes on to say about his relationship with Austin Armstrong. Um, He goes, We got, you know, we text a lot at night after practice when we see the film. He's like, I got you. I got you. You know, he's got that fire. So sometimes I text him and say, I got you. So look, even opposite sides of the ball, and, you know, we've heard about this locker room chemistry. We've heard about the culture. We've heard about the relationships between the players and the coaches and the players amongst themselves. You got the quarterback and the defensive coordinator here, kind of, you know, having a little bit of fun uh, with the game. And like I said, I'll go back to an earlier point. I don't know how much fun Graham Mertz was having at Wisconsin and everything he was going through and the pressure that was put on him there uh, as kind of the the, the the big time uh, recruit coming in to kind of jumpstart their program even more. Uh, but you know, the pressure here at Florida is 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 there too. It really is, and, and he knows that. Uh, but to have this relationship with, with his defensive coordinator and to, to, to kind of see the, the relationship they have and the fun that they're having, I think you know that can go a long way in this culture uh, that Billy Napier's talking about. And it's kind of cool that you get to hear a behind-the-scenes story of how they kind of cat and mouse with each other and, and kind of brag about each other when one thing does, when one of them does good against the other. But look, I just talked about that pressure. Graham Mertz gets it. He gets it. And that pressure, wherever he felt at Wisconsin, we know how much pressure there are at the, quarterback, at the quarterback position for the university of Florida. And he went into the history of it and he goes, especially at a program like Florida, you know, the history that goes along with that. You got to honor that every day. When I came on my visit, one of the first things I did was go look at the Heisman statues, just spending time there, getting to know guys like Danny. It's been great to learn about the history. I came from one program that had a lot of history Stepping into a new one, you gain that appreciation. You see the history everywhere you go, whether it's in the indoor, all the banners in here. You got to honor that every day. You got to know we're working for this team, the guys in the locker room. But there's a lot of weight that previous Gators have gone through to make this the place what it is. Man, he, he gets it. I mean, he's, he's, he was a mastermind behind the microphone there with, and just kind of going through the, the – the, I, I know what it means for – to, for, for you know, and, and respect the Steve Sprayer and the Danny Werfel and the Tim Tebow and, and what they've done here and all the other quarterbacks who's going to have a lot of success at, at the same time. And guys, we know, we know just the, how how polarizing the University of Florida quarterback position is. Uh, and Graham Mertz certainly gets the history as well. Uh, so it's going to be fun to see him kind of go through the, the this season. Hopefully, there's a lot of success behind it and he gets to feel you know, what these great Florida quarterbacks got to fill in the swamp when you got that crowd behind you and you know, he can be the superstar on campus and on ESPN all the time and stuff because of, you know, what, what you get with this position at the University of Florida. If you're doing well, man, you get lauded. If you're doing bad, that that pressure that I talked about, it it, it gets there. It can get to you. So he's going to have to be you know very, very strong-minded and focused this season uh, it sounds good on the surface, right here. Of where we're at right now with Graham Mertz and him getting that starting mantle last week, everything sounds good. Uh, but now, you know, right now it, it's it's still talking season, it, and uh, there's a little bit more football with fall camp there. And I know behind the scenes that we're hearing, you know, he's he's doing pretty good this fall camp and starting to feel a little bit better. Uh, but fall camp is fall camp, and we we hear the, the the positive around this time of year most of the time, anyway. Now it's time to just. Yeah, we'll take it and hopefully hopefully it means something hopefully all this positivity that we're kind of I'm feeling and you're feeling out there hopefully it does kind of translate itself into some some some, some more big wins uh, for the gators that you know that many people aren't expecting to, to, to happen here okay let's go i will go through some comments here before we keep going and then go on to the defensive side of the football but let's see let's see let's see uh, Robert Tanner said, so "I'm thinking Mertz has the playbook down in his experience reading pre-snap. Uh, if he ain't, uh, if he ain't a really smart QB, then a bunch of sad faces." Uh, so, um, T. Johnson, the talent that Florida has versus Wisconsin isn't close. Wisconsin offense was run heavy. A real quarterback can't settle into that type of offense. I mean. Paul Chris has some success with some quarterbacks. So that, 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 that was part of the worry with me with Graham Mertz. There, there were quarterbacks Paul Chris had a lot of success with. Uh, but at the same time, I think we've chronicled enough that the offense didn't do him uh, any favors. It didn't have the, the running backs they used to have. The offensive line wasn't as good. They ran a lot on first and second down. and It's third and seven, third and eight. And hey, Graham Mertz, go convert third down. Um, now, that doesn't automatically mean that this situation is going to, you know, he's going to excel in, in this situation. But we, I, two things can be true at the same time. We we said it a couple weeks ago. Uh, will we'll hold true right now. You no, know, he could hurt the offense. Wisconsin offense. The Wisconsin offense can hurt him. Hopefully, it was more the Wisconsin offense hurting him. Uh, JC Bloom. This will be the third time I've said it on Dave's channel. I really think Mertz is going to play better than any quarterback we've had in a long time. We don't have to go too too far now. I mean, Kyle Trask and 2020 and 2019. So not too far. I mean, only two seasons removed. Emory Jones in 21 and Anthony Richardson in 2022. Uh, so, you know, that was last season. So not too, only, only two full seasons where we still haven't had, don't get me wrong. You, you Jason, good, uh, good point there. You don't want to have the roller coaster. You, you would like to have some stability. Uh, and hopefully that's where Billy Napier is going to get this quarterback room. Eventually. Hopefully it starts right. Look, Anthony Richardson was not a terrible quarterback last year. I think that gets kind of drawn out too much. He was not terrible. Uh, was he I, what I thought he would be? No, I thought we were I, I was talking Heisman, <laughs> you know, Heisman like uh, before the season did not live up to that. But give the guy an average defense. And we're probably looking at Anthony Richardson in a lot more positive light. Could he play better? Absolutely. I'm not saying that, uh, but he was you know above average. Mo- I, I think overall above average, not where I put him way, 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 way up here. Uh, But, yeah, well, it wasn't too long ago. Kyle Trask was just slinging all over the field. (laughs) Uh, But hopefully Billy Napier can get us close to something like that and it's a little more constant uh, right there at quarterback spot. Let's see... Chris Sorley said, maybe I've been listening to Feinbaum and National Media too much. I was a Sunshine Pumper just a month ago. So Chris going opposite of everybody else. He was a Sunshine Pumper a month ago and now listening to National Media and Feinbaum, maybe not the expectation <laughs> of getting better. But uh, uh, yeah, Chris, see, I, I remember that. You were a lot more positive there. Uh, like you said, maybe I, look. we know for sure by now the National Media, not high on Florida. Uh, at all right now. fine Bomb, not either. Uh, Of course, from what I'm hearing, I don't listen to much fine Bomb, but I did see a lot of people in the Gadget Breakdown Plus Discord talking about it as well uh, that uh, he does not think too highly of Florida right now. So we'll see where that goes. We'll see where that goes. Um, Sorely, and I'll go to that that point. Cam Mertz, read the defense. I'm not questioning his passing game. That's it. Pre-snap, I I, I completely agree with you. Pre-snap, I think he's going to be great. He's going to be good. Um, This is going to be... After the snap, can he make the right reads? Can he make the right throws? Make the right decisions? The defenses are going to be able to confuse him. Um, there's some, you know, a lot of different... Diff- Look, he played some good defenses in the in the Big Ten. Don't get me wrong. But when he played those, you know, th- there's a lot of good defenses in that league as well. Not as many as the SEC, but there's some good defenses in that league. And when he played most of the good defenses, that's when he struggled. Um, his a lot of his positive stats came against the weak competition uh, at a conference and in the Big Ten, we need to see, you know, a, a step up. With you got you got the talent around you at Florida. You got you got better talent, more talent around you at Florida. But at the same time, you're gonna be playing some better defenses and, and more of them. Uh, so how does all that equal out? Well? All right, Brendan Mick. Uh, Brandon McStay Napier's offense isn't that complex. Just make the right read and delivery a few balls to be respectable. Don't need hero ball for him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Napier really does try to make the offense easy on his quarterback. There's you know, absolutely uh, plenty of evidence of that, and you hear the quarterback say, "You know, there's always an answer. There's always a read." Um now that doesn't mean every play is going to work. We know that. I and mean, Graham Ritt said it as well. Uh, but from more times than not, there's going to be there's going to be some answers. All right good stuff guys good stuff getting that um, Brandon brings up another good point and we (laughs) had did we have this conversation on I I know we've had it before uh, on a chat but over under Mertz passing 22 attempts I'm gonna assume that's average for the year uh, of 22. I'll go over that. I'll I'll go over 22 Um, I think 30 is the number I think if you want to go over-under on passing attempts there for Graham then hey, over-under episode will be coming up as we kick the season off uh, pretty soon, as Will and I do every year. That, that will be one of them. So I'll save that one. I'll save that one. About 30, I think 30 is going to be the number. I, I might lower it a little bit because I think if you go 30, I think everybody's going to take the under. So I might go 27. I'll go right around that. So over-under over of 27 for Graham Mertz. That's going to be a fun one to look at at the end of the season. Uh, but with that run game, you you need to go 30. And a lot of it's going to depend. If the run game's working, he's not going to hit 30 because there's no need to. Right? There we go. There we go. That's just something to kind of tease that <laughs> when we get back to it in a couple of weeks. So, uh, all right, we're going to move to the other side of the ball. We, got to hear, we get to hear from Jack Pyburn. We get to hear from Tyreek Sapp. But, uh, hey, before we do, guys, you know, you know, Football is back, and so is winning season at MyBookie. NFL, college football, and a brand-new cash-out system giving you options to bet and win all season long. First two legs of your parlay hit, well, then cash out early. Use the funds on another bet or let it ride for the chance at a bigger payday. Use early cash-outs as a tool to stay in control of the action at MyBookie. To get started, go to MyBookie.ag. You go there now and register for a free account. And when you're ready to make your first deposit, just use promo code GATERS to grab a welcome bonus on the house. That's promo code GATERS to claim your deposit bonus. And for a limited time, get a free chip to use in the MyBookie Casino. You can bet anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. And support for Gators Breakdown is also brought to you by Manscaped. The best in men's below-the-waist grooming Manscaped performance package. Is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, and right now you get twenty percent off and free worldwide shipping with the code Gators20 at Manscaped.com. The new performance package 4.0, of course, it includes the lawnmower 4.0, that fourth generation waterproof trimmer. The performance package 4.0 also includes the weed whacker. It is the nose and ear trimmer that actually works. There's so many of them out there that don't work. Guys, take it from me, the weed whacker. It all the hair growing in the weird places of your nose and the ears. It'll get it. And guys, it's hot out there. We know. We're, most of us are in the state of Florida or in the south. It's hot out there. Take care of yourself with a crop preserver, ball deodorant, and a crop reviver ball toner. Make sure you stay fresh in all that heat. And Manscaped even throws in two free gifts in the Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code GATERS20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping worldwide with the code GATORS20 at Manscape.com. Let's go to the defensive side of the football now, and we will hear from Jack Pyburn, the second-year player out of Jacksonville. Hey, he's got a lot, lot, lot bigger role now with Justice Boone going down. So let's get to hear from him on how Mike Peterson has helped him so far, and then his mindset and his feeling on defensive coordinator, also armstrong
0: when i was in high school i mean i played linebacker and you know people told me i think you could be an edge rusher i think you can do this so you know i was like okay i'm gonna learn how to use my hands and you know when i came here i i looked like a, a plank i mean i was stiff i could i'm i'm just gonna be honest i mean i couldn't move well you know i just couldn't do these things so he just told me he's like jump rope yoga and i you know i took those things and over the off season i did yoga three days a week um Yin yoga, to be specific, to get into tendons and ligaments. And, I mean, now when you watch me play and you're going to – you all are going to see, I mean, I don't even look like the same person anymore. So, you know, it's just taking those little things from my coach. You know, I, I implemented those things every single day and took them to heart. And then – as well as just moves and stuff. I mean, he – you know, when you, when you play for a guy that's been in the league, he's been there, done that. It's so much easier to, you know, take in that coaching because you know he's done it. You know he's been there. So – you know, he's really worked on me with my double swipe. You know, he knew everyone knows I got power. You know, I play aggressive. I play physical. But he's really helped me to, you know, work on my hands, work on my speed. And, be you know, owning that I can also be a fast and twitchy guy, not just a big power muscle. Try to go out, you know, scrimmage, practice. It You know, it's, it's all the same at the end of the day. You're coming out with the same mentality. You know, do your role. Define your role. And I think one of the big things that I've understood, especially being in college now, and especially under Coach Armstrong, you don't make plays off of just going out there and trying to be an athlete or a good, like, just being a good player. You make plays off doing your job. And when you do your job, when you define your role and you're part of your role, that's when you make plays. You know, Obviously, you can do a little bit extra here, do a little bit extra there, but you know, the scheme is designed to allow you to make plays. And if you know the scheme, you follow the scheme, you'll make plays. I love Coach Armstrong. You know, he is, he's got energy. That guy's got energy and he's aggressive. And I mean, that's me you know, so I just, I mix really well with him. And, you know, every single time I see him, he's got a smile on his face, fist bumping me or jumping on me, or, you know, it's just, it's amazing to feel that. And he calls me a, the firecracker because I got to bring so much energy at some points, you know, so, but I love him and um, love what he's doing. And, you know, he's really brought our defense and honestly, the team early, especially, you know, I heard Graham talking about it, you know, that, you know, he texts back and forth. I mean, it's, it's, it's practice is fun because it's a, it's a rivalry between the offense and the defense. And, I mean, we get after it, plain and simple.
1: That's what you like to hear. Hey, we get after it. Offense, defense. We're in practice, and we're getting after it. And you know, Austin Armstrong bringing that new approach to this defense uh, with this new look offense as well. With Graham Mertz leading the way, and we've heard of this offense opening up a little bit with the running back side of the backfield, and maybe even Ricky Pearsall and Eugene Wilson or Trey Wilson in the backfield. Uh, so you know, there's probably uh, that cat and mouse game. Grant Mertz talked about, you hear from Jack Pyburn Jack saying, be, being excited for in practice as well. He said, hey, we're going at it. And that's only going to make these guys better. We know both sides have got uh, a lot to prove to each other, especially on the defense after the last few years. Uh, if the, if their offense is better, you can make this defense better at, at the same time. I'm, I'm hearing pretty good. The the one units are pretty good uh, right now, and that's what I expect to hear in fall camp. Uh, but you know, the revelation of uh, hey, you know, the the offense is opening up a bit more with just how they're using the skill players, and we know how deep Florida is up front, how much deeper uh, they are up front, and they have been in the past. Um, you know, there's kind of good battles going on uh, right there. But also, it's great to hear from Piper, not resting on his laurels and not resting on. Hey, this is what got me to college. So I'm just going to continue to do the same things that I've been doing. No, that's not how it works. That is not how it works. You've gotta, you, you got to improve the things you were already good at, and then you got to really improve the things that you were bad at. And he's been doing yoga. He's been doing everything to get more flexible, become faster, become a more Twitch like player. Uh, and he kept saying over and over again, you'll see it when I, we, he's got a lot of confidence in himself. You'll see it when I'm out there. You'll see it when I'm out there. He said that a couple of times in the press conference. I believe he said it one time in, in the Bites, too. But you know, he's just really excited to show off the type of player he is now and the growth that he's made from year one to year two. Now, look, not, not a highly recruited player. I mean, I'm, I'm right here in Jacksonville, and you know, he came on late. And, you know, Billy Napier gets hired, and you know, I had heard of Jack Piper because, guys, do, do yourself a favor. Go watch his huddle highlights. I mean, this is – This is aggressive as you'll see in in the high school game. And he hits hard. He hits with passion. He hits with intention. Um, But started coming out late in the cycle. Okay, Miami-Auburn, he started getting higher offers. It was like a Miami-Auburn battle. Billy Napier gets hired at Florida right down the road. Pyburn grows up a Gator fan right down the road. So, of course, if Florida started showing some interest, he was going to be a Gator. Billy Napier gets hired, and instead of Miami, instead of Auburn, Jack Pyburn ends up picking the orange and blue. And hey, look, it was one of the the late additions to Billy Napier's class. It was one that kind of came out of left field, and one that was kind of just overlooked because you know Pyburn wasn't the the a highly highly rated prospect. He played at Bowls here in Jacksonville, uh, who have gone on to you know send guys to to college football over and over. But the the, the big time standouts at that school, you're know, just not many. That they win a whole lot of ball games and they're competing for state championships, but. You know, it's a it's a school that just plays really good as a team. Uh, you know, and the standout players aren't there like your you know your big time skill players that that really get noticed and get your team noticed even more. But it's just a really good program, really good team. Uh, so I' eager to kind of see. He, him, and how he kind of just maybe hopefully, for at least for Florida sake, kind of just breaks that mold and just becomes an outstanding player. You know, he doesn't need to be, you know, Alex. He doesn't need to be Derek Harvey <laughs> out there. He need to be Jonathan Grenard. I mean, if he turns into those type of players, then okay, great. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm certainly looking at him to, you know, now play a huge role in this defense with Justice Boone going down. I think he would have played anyway. His name was, once fall camp started, he was a name. Early on in fall camp, we were hearing about, and we were hearing about before the scrimmage and Boone goes down and him in the scrimmage last week getting three sacks. We were hearing his name anyway. Uh, But there's a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure now uh, on this defense with Justice Boone going down, and he said that as well. And Piper goes on to say, you feel a little bit more pressure to pick up your play or do extra things. But at the end of the day, it's about consistency. And when you have a consistent regiment, you just stick to that plan. You follow those rules. I think that's the biggest thing for me. I tell you, as a group, we probably had one of the best weeks of practice in the edge room as possible because we're all just competing and trying to raise each other up to another level. I couldn't be more proud of every single person in that room. We'll make up the ground for him, talking about Justice Boone. Another thing, as soon as he got injured, the next day we put his jersey up on our wall in the outside linebacker and edge room. I wrote a little note so every time you're in there and you're watching film, you're going over your plays and understanding what you're doing You look up there and see that it definitely gives you a little pep in your step for sure. Uh, And you know he said uh, how he 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 wants to be like Justice Boone. He said, look, we 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 know what Billy Napier said about Justice Boone and how much he meant to this program. And as I said, I was around him a little bit this off season as well. And the growth of Justice Boone was something I was really looking forward to. And then uh, Justice Boone said, you know, I I want to be like Justice Boone when in, in my career at Florida. And then we heard Billy Napier say last week about you know or yeah last week about Jack Pyburn saying he's he's got that gator in him. Plus, you know that's how much Billy Napier thinks about him. Called Pyburn one of the most improved, if not the most improved player on the team from a year ago. Uh, so you, you're starting to see the the links between a uh, Billy Napier and a Jack Pyburn and a Justice Boone. I'm telling you, this might be one player that I would not overlook uh, this year. And now he's going to have even more. Unfortunately, in some ways, we'll have even more of an opportunity because of the Boone injury. So uh, one player that I think is going to get a lot of playing time out there uh, coming up with, with Boone's injury, but also because he earned it. He went out there and earned it. He was going to play. He was going to have some reps on this field. Uh, and then on his wrestling background, that's going to go a long way uh, for him as well. And he goes, I think wrestling helps you in football, especially on the defensive line. When you get in really weird positions where you're, where normally your body should just go down or twist, but you know, just put your body back into position that allows you to be in position to make a play. So I think that's been an amazing thing. It teaches you core strength, balance, all those things. So extremely blessed that I made that decision to wrestle and it's definitely translated to football. I Man, how I take that is, you know, being able to beat blocks, be able to contort your body, you know, all those things. Uh, that he's going to have to do to go make the tackle uh, at, at times, and yeah, the big time wrestling background, know, going back to his days at Bulls, and, and knew that about him too. I mean, he, this guy is a workout machine, I and mean, he wakes up. I think the story, what, 4, 4.30 in the morning, he's always carrying a jug of water with him everywhere he goes, He drinks two gallons of water a day. Uh, he's just a workout machine. He's, he's going to put in the work. Hopefully that translates into a physical performance on the field. But as far as effort goes and knowing what to do, you're, not, you're probably not going to find many more players on Florida's roster that's going to do as well in that regard. Now, hopefully, there's not many. And you heard him. He wants to grow. He wants to grow his physical limitations. He going doing the yoga. Don't going jump roping, building the building that speed, building those muscles up in his body that he's not used to working out to go out there and get faster. He's going to do the little things. Hopefully, that translates to him. That translates into the big things for him. So to kind of take us to Tyreek, Sap. This is this is a pretty good one. Pyburn um, was asked if he was the best. Wrestler on the team. He goes, There's a big debate between me and Tyreek Sapp. He was a pretty good wrestler. We've been debating on maybe lacing them up one day. I don't know if Billy Napier will let that happen, but maybe so. <laughs> uh, but he goes on to say, Wrestling shape is a whole different shape than football shape. Definitely not right now. <laughs> so I uh, had a little bit of fun about the, the wrestling aspect of, uh, of the background there for Pyburn in uh, one Tyreek Sapp. But excited to see what Tyreek. Uh, you know, sap brings to the table to go along with, with with Jack Pyburn, but you know, Sapp is now a guy um, who it looked like he was going to maybe be more of a defensive tackle. Probably still could play this role a little bit now that he's going to play that. Justice Boone is is out, but uh, Tyreek Sapp was a guy you guys know coming out of spring last year. I was so high on, uh, and maybe now the the, the production is going to come a year later. Maybe I was a year too early uh, on Tyreek Sapp, but let's hear uh, let's hear from him and his thoughts on this defense, uh, how deep they are up front and how walkthroughs are helping that side of the ball.
3: I think I play more of a bigger role as more of like a leader and a guy who the defense is going to look forward to me making plays and actually starting that fire, because you always need a guy on the defense who can start a fire. But when we get that fire over, we need everybody who can contribute, and throw the wood in the fire and make that fire blaze.
0: A lot of big guys at defensive tackle, are how do you mm-hmm. feel like you fit in in that rotation?
3: Oh, I think I, I think I fit in pretty well. We got some huge guys who can go out there and play, but I call this the war of attrition. You gotta go out there, you gotta last. I think our big guys can last. They can go out there, down after down, drive after drive, after drive, and make a difference and be very, very destructive as well as myself. It's a lot of high competition. Guys are deep in certain positions, and guys are battling for spots out at day in and day out. You can't really much too much miss, miss days because you got guys who can play, who are just as good as you, who can take that step in a matter of a day or a week no matter how long it takes and this is just a battle but it's healthy competition and we but we take it as it comes and we just compete with each other because we understand that iron's going to shock on iron and it's going to make us better players regardless.
0: How's the competition on the D line? Uh, oh. Coach Armstrong? So there's seven guys competing for two spots
3: yeah yeah it's a whole lot of competition but i'm i look forward to it every day and i encourage my brothers to come out to bring bring their a game and bring everything they got to practice so that we all can get better not just think about ourselves but just for us all and trying to just focus on what we need to do to take a step personally but at the same time collectively what can we do as a group to improve
0: a lot's been made about the way you guys are meeting going out and Mm -hmm. walking through you know walk through Mm -hmm. now, coming back in can you can you really see a difference in that? Yeah,
3: because it's a lot of reassurance. The coaches want to want us to reassure. The coaches want us to ask questions just to make sure and be clear that we know what we're doing. And then if everybody can be on the same page, page, and as we have build that chemistry through those walkthroughs, through those pre-practice walkthroughs, us watching film together, and then pointing it out, and sometimes not even the coaches figuring out figuring out the problems, us figuring out our own problems and making solutions for ourselves. So that's just the main thing, and that's the difference.
0: Right. Has that helped the back end kind of? Get-
3: yeah, same page. Yes, on the for sure. Yes, for sure. We talk to each other a lot. We try to see what each other like, how we, how we are. I always talk to the linebackers. How long do they want me to hold this double team so they can feel? Or the linebackers might say, hey, I got you. I'll cover. If I pull up, the line, the, the lineman will pull off and you then you can go make the play. Just figure out ways of solutions just to make everybody overall better.
1: Man, love hearing that from Tyreek Sab. Finding solutions. Well, that's what this defense needs. And figuring out their own problems, That, that to me, that goes a long way. Because you're the 11 guys that are out there on the field. You're the ones that got to figure out the problems that when you're, when you're out there, when things aren't going right. Of course, you got a defensive coordinator on the sideline and all that, but there's only so much he can do on the sideline. You know, There's, there's go, there come a time where these 11 guys need to be on the same page. These 11 guys need to get, come together. They, they need, need to do their job. And I, I love the little walkout sessions that Florida's doing now. Like they'll, they'll have their meetings. They'll go into the meeting room for 20, 30 minutes, walk through time. Come back 20, 30 minutes. Walkthrough time, you know, they breaking up the practice so they can sit there study and apply it right away, uh, and uh, tournament communication better. You heard Tyreek Sapp say that every level, every level is going to benefit from certainly from the defensive front being <laughs> being better, uh, and uh, that starts now. Uh, unfortunately, Boone goes down, but at Florida, uh, they got some talent still up front. We talked about how deep that group was, whether it be edge, outside linebacker, defensive end, defensive tackle. Florida's deeper there; they, they could. Unfortunately, I don't want to gloss over Boone's injury, but they could afford it at this position more so than they could others. Uh, now, don't need any more <laughs> to, to happen, uh, but that was one place they, they could afford it. So, and, and I love saps mindset. Out, hey, well, I want to start the fire. It, it, I, it's my time to step up. It's my time to be a leader. It's a, this defensive front. There's going to be a lot on us, and, and I think I think they're taking it as a challenge. The, the talk of being better, I think, is a challenge. It's not a. I, I'm not getting the vibe that it's a they're going to take that reputation already and just you know not live up to it and just say okay we're we already made it because of people are already feeling good about us. No, they still got to go out there and prove it. And I think they have the mindset to go out there and and go and prove that prove that to themselves uh, and live up to what we're putting on them. That that's where this whole team should be at. Don't get me wrong, but the team is in general. Should be taking the whole chip on chip on the shoulder approach. Not, not many people are talking great about Florida, uh, but you know there, if there are certain you know in the at least Gator circles where we're feeling good about his defensive front. But they guess they got to go out there and prove it, we, and we feel good uh, about that group. But now, as Tyreek said, talking about he wants to start that fire. He wants to be a leader. He needs to step up in in, in those roles. And now um, the, the, the opportunity certainly there for him to be able to do so. So look, I think now. He's probably you – know, the coaches know 10 times more now. I – they'll, they'll forget more football than I'll ever know anyway. Uh, but I do think this position, for me, I like him better at this defensive end more so than – He was, he's going to move around some anyway. Uh, but more suited for him at the defensive end role than the defensive tackle role. I, I feel better about him there anyway. And, and it allows him to get on the field more as a defensive end type player, a position that he was known for in high school. There at St. Thomas Aquinas, and he, 100 tackles, 21 and a half sacks, five fumble recoveries in his career. That's what he, you know, he, he's had experience playing in that role. Uh, and I think a little undersized still uh, to, be, to be that defensive tackle in, in, in and out. So he, he, he can play there. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say at a position, but I do think a better position would be this defensive end roll that and now he's definitely going to play more of filling in for the injured justice boon so i think when you look at it you got sap pyburn kelby collins cam jane pyburn can either side either side right now and Bill Napier said that in the press conference as well he can play the jack he can play the f and those are the two positions the, the jack more the outside linebacker type and the f more the what sap is playing with the hand in the dirt defense event so sap pyburn kelby collins cam james Quincy Ivory, that F spot for Florida. Napier even said you can see Caleb Banks in that spot there too. You know, all along to go with Princely. There's that main pass rusher, Jack Edge, and where I think you'll see Pyburn some as well, and freshman TJ. Seriously, so I think that that's how it breaks up in your edge position. You got Edge F and Edge Jack, and so there we go. That's kind of how Florida's gonna break it up. And then in between those guys, you got your Cam Jacksons. Yeah, your Des Watson, your Chris McClellan, your Banks. That's how deep they are there. There's a lot of options there. We heard we heard Austin Armstrong say in his very first press conference here this fall, you know, I got a lot of names fighting over a few little spots. That's a good thing for Florida. Because look, you're gonna rotate. The, the, big, the big thing for defensive tackle right now for Florida, with Des Watson and McClellan and Banks and James, those guys have they will be rotating. They have to. They have to to, to survive in this league and not be like Jervon Dexter where he's playing way, way, way too many snaps. You got to have that rotation. Florida's got the numbers to do that now as long as he keeps staying healthy. All right, so there we go. That's uh, some good stuff there. Uh, Let's go through some comments. I'll I'll go through some recent practice notes as well uh, about kind of who's performing out there or uh, not performing, who's taking part in practice um so but let's go brandon mcstay man you'd love to see that though wouldn't you jack jj watt 2.0 pyburn i'd take that (laughs) i'd take that wilcox brings up a good point and pyburn spoke on this too john wilcox says pyburn was folding players up like lawn chairs on special teams last year look he mentioned that as well as he was scout team and look this a lot of freshmen that's how they start uh, scout team but by, I, by the end of the year he was putting in the reps he was putting in the work where he was a consistent cog and ended up one of the best special teams players named by the staff at the end of the year so he was it, like I said he's going to put the work in you do not have to worry about Jack Pyburn taking days off taking plays off taking workouts off that's not him that's not his mindset now I knew that his reputation personally here in Jacksonville and then here and then seeing that. Now on display in Gainesville. You know, last year, it, it equaled to special teams. Hopefully this year, it equals to some big plays behind the line of scrimmage. It's a big place and some turnovers coming along with it. As Chris Orley said, I or heard Billy say he's got that gator in him. There we go. I mean, that was a... Uh, I think that, that's, that's going to be a fun little bite right there for Billy Napier and Jack Pyburn. Brandon McStay, all I want from the defense is pursuit of the tackle. Tackle in space secondary and aggressive play calling. And we're going to get the aggressive play calling for sure. The pursuit should be there as well. Tackling space. We talked about that last episode. Certainly got to see an improvement there compared to these past defenses. Go through some more. Everybody, thanks for hopping in right here this episode. Uh, well over 200 of you hit that like button. Subscribe if you haven't done so yet. Tell your friends to subscribe to Gators Breakdown. I'm trying to get to 12,000 subs before kickoff versus Utah, so we'll uh, we'll see. We'll see if we can get there. Subscribe if you haven't done so. Share it. Only thing I really ask of you guys right now, or join Gators Breakdown Plus. If you want to throw three bucks a month right there? You get a lot of value for three bucks a month right there. Gatorsbreakdown.com. Okay, Watched it today as I'm going through these comments here. Hardwired to self destruction. Hard- I don't know what you mean by this it, it, as a positive or negative, but let me know. Sap, I, I think, is going to be another Dexter. Because uh, I know for Dexter, uh, a lot of people were disappointed, uh, not living up to the five star status necessarily. But as I said, um, I got to that point last year too, but then had to kind of break it down a little bit more and ask, see what he was asked to do. And it was playing out of position, playing too many snaps. So, uh, I, I thought he was good. The first, in the first half of games last year, Dervon next was really good production fell off as he was asked to play more snaps and he was playing injured last year. I uh, had a back injury. So golf week AM tour. Thank you so much for the support right there. Anthony Bramucci I hope I'm saying that right Anthony Jack Pyburn mark my words he is going to be a Gator legend I'm saying it right here and right now all right. right I believe Nathaniel says I believe Sap will do pretty good but we don't really know yeah man I mean I am uh I'm 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 hoping so. I was like, I hope I was a year early on sap. <laughs> and uh, I remember the, the spring game last year. I said, don't take too much of spring games. Maybe I fell for it a little bit last year, and uh, when I was trying to you know look for some players that would break out, and Tyreek Sap was one. I put that label on. Um, maybe I was a year early. All right, there we go. Harrison brings up a good point. Has anyone else noticed how different our players sound at the mic under Napier? Absolutely, man. Me and a lot of the media members have been talking about that. And Gators Breakdown Plus, the Discord, we've been talking about that as well. Uh, These guys have their heads on right. Uh, And... Being able to hear, I mean, Tyreek Sapp, to me is one of the best personalities on the team. Uh, He's he's funny, uh, but even here, you know, he he, he was breaking down the game pretty good uh, as well. And now we get to hear from the starting quarterback Mertz and how excited he was for this offense. And Pyburn was a young player, but really, really, I mean, part of his press conference yesterday too was just talking about how he needs to look respectable everywhere he goes. If you want to be treated with respect, you need to look respectable. It's something his dad instilled in him uh, as well, but. I think, you know, ETN last week is a second year player who's talking like a veteran as well. I mean, Billy Napier, I, I, we can take the culture conversation too far. And it's a lot of look at the end of the day, down the road, it's all going to be about wins and losses. I mean, that, that's what it always going to come down to. But we will never be able to say anything bad about Billy Napier about the culture of the team, the type of kids he's bringing in. I don't think we're ever really going to hear all that much about you know that stuff. Uh, I think we'll we'll thank him for that. Whether you know, hopefully, it's way 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 down the road, and he's leaving for whatever reason at Florida, or if it just doesn't work out in the in the near future, uh, we're not going to be able to put you know bad players, bad culture on, on on him. He's he's bringing a lot of good people, and not just the players. I mean, even the players mention it every time they're asked about it. It's the janitors in the hallway it's the assistant coaches it's the all the support staff that goes along with that Billy Napier's putting good people in the Florida Gator program and forget about good football players I mean you're not going to have good football players if you don't have good people around them and I think Billy Napier knows that he sees it it starts with him uh, and yeah that, that's another reason why I hope it works out so well for, for Billy Napier I mean he's doing he's doing everything right and I hope it, I hope it really really Equals to wins this year down the road because the man's going to do it the right way. But yeah, certainly going back to the point, these guys, you know, they they, they speak well. You no, know, they we've gotten more out of these press conferences than I ever remember getting out, and it doesn't matter who who it is on the microphone. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm, in, I'm really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying the players Billy Napier bringing in here. You know, and I've got to hang out with them a good bit You know, the last couple of years. you know, thankful for NIL a little bit. We get even more access to these players. You know, Shout out to Florida Victorious there. Uh, but all the events that they do in the Gator Collective last year, we get to hang around these players. And I shot a commercial with a few of them with Montreau Johnson and Justice Boone and Derek Wingo. I mean, they're, they're fun. They're fun people to hang out with. Never mind the fact they're just Gator football players. They're fun people to hang out with. Hunter Cain, Crane says, "I mentioned Nunnery on another podcast and got shot down a bit. I heard nothing but good things about him, though. Yeah, very athletic. I, I'm I'm just eager to see where where they're going to play him. Uh, I think special teams for sure. Uh, but not I'm not limiting him to that. I'm just saying that's at least I think what we'll get out of him. Uh, I'm hearing good things too, just how athletic he is, and it could be outside linebacker, or linebacker." Uh, if they're there for Florida maybe in some situations maybe a nickel there for the gators as well a bigger body in that role if it calls for it. Uh, so uh, nunnery, I think you're, you're right he is getting overlooked and I'm not hearing like what I was hearing maybe for Pyburn or something like that, but I have heard that that in in some instances he's everywhere. very athletic player there. All right. Good stuff, guys. Really good stuff. Hopefully you enjoy the website, Gatorsbreakdown.com. Hopefully I'll be updating that should be kind of summarizing what Jack Pyburn said. Uh that that'll be up at some point soon. So you kind of go back and read some more about what he had to say. But there we go. That'll do it. That'll do a fun episode. Fun episode. Finally get to hear from a starting quarterback in Graham Mertz. Jack Pyburn, and Tyreek Sapp. Really, really good stuff from all three of those guys. I am the host of Gators Breakdown, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at Gator Dave underscore SEC. Guys and girls out there, thank you for joining me on this episode of Gators Breakdown.